Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic intuitive healer and medium. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a huge part of that process. Thank you for being on this journey with us. <laughs> you know what's scarier than our music? Our dancing. What? <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Jenna, what are you burning over there, Sage? Um, I got some rosemary burning. I have a rosemary bundle Ooh. burning. Oh, yes. it's like a smokehouse over there. It looks like it my is a bit of a smokehouse. High school. <laughs> Mine too. But listen, it's October, <laughs> man. You gotta cleanse the bad juju out of the spaces, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about something about October. Like, is it more spooky when it's October, or is it just me? No. Okay. Well, October 2020. That's well, terrifying. True. Yeah. <laughs> every month of 2020 is terrifying. Let's be real. Every, it's not just October. <laughs> 2020 is like, hey, bitch, here's your shadow work. Let's fucking do this already. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, that horrifying. is accurate. Yeah. Speaking of horrifying, mm-hmm. we're kicking off October. First of all, I want to preface this by saying... We had a slight miscommunication. We're going to talk about something very serious tonight, but because things didn't work out, we're going to get a little goofy and a little spooky up in here. Uh, (laughs) So we're going to tell some scary stories about being psychic and also about mostly our childhoods, right? Like the scariest things have happened in our childhood. Yeah, well... Yes and no. I don't know. When, I, when I'm thinking about like, okay, stories I want to share, one is from when I was younger. But then another one that I'm thinking of, I was not, I wasn't practicing yet, but I wasn't, I wasn't a kid. So we'll just see where this goes. We're just, you know, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those. Yeah, by the seat of our pants. Okay. So first of all, most of you know, if you've listened from the beginning, Jenna lives in upstate New York, in Western New York, and I grew up in Western New York, but now live in Virginia Beach. So, aka Hell's Armpit in the summertime. But anyway, <laughs> the things I say that we end up not cutting, that we should, and that's going to be one of them. But <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I remember going to my grandmother's house and she lived near the Erie County Railroad. Like you could hear the train at night going by. And it's actually mm-hmm. funny because down here I live kind of near like the Norfolk Metro Station and it doesn't really need a whistle, but it has one. And every once in a while I'll hear it. And I always wonder if that's my grandma's train that I hear and her train, you know, she owned the Erie County Railroad. <laughs> of, she course she <laughs> of course she did. Of course she did. Or if it's the Norfolk train station and it's just the it's, train whistles are the most eerie sounds, aren't they? Is that just me? Yes. 
Oh, um, creepy. no. I, well, you know, it's funny. I grew up with um, the end of my street. There were ra- railroad tracks um, and I didn't necessarily hear. Well, I guess that's not true. I guess sometimes we would hear the train whistle, but it's a sound that I grew accustomed to. Like that was like part of my like yeah. falling asleep. Like my nighttime routine was like wait for the train to go by and like, OK, now I know it's blah, blah o'clock. And then I moved out to the Burbs, and that was the first thing that both my husband and I grew up in the same neighborhood. So it was the first thing that we both said was that we missed the train sound. Like we're like, oh, there's no, we hear crickets now. We don't hear the train. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny you say that because living, um, I grew up in Oakfield, New York, which is like a tiny, tiny, tiny town in Genesee County. And the first time I brought my husband up there, he's from the suburbs of D.C., and he'll never forget him saying it. It was wintertime, so you know it's extra quiet when the snow's in the ground because it, like, muffles yeah. it, doesn't it? So he said, it is so quiet here, I feel like I'm going to get murdered. What does that even mean? <laughs> it's-, <laughs> it's like the, the, scar- the start to every scary movie, like, like some cabin in the middle of the woods, nobody's around. So when it's quiet, it's a little eerie. There's snow on the ground, and then you see, like, the drip, drip, drip of blood in the snow. Ooh. All right. The the murder fan in you is coming out. Here we go. (laughs) Murder story fan. Let's... Oh, yeah. That's true. Sorry. Sorry. She's not a fan of murder. She's... (laughs) Jesus, Gemma. (laughs) She says, oops. Uncomfortably plays with her headphones. (laughs) I do. I just love murder. I think it's great. Um, Really, anyone who tuned in right there. Okay, so my grandmother's house is by the Erie County Railroad. And as you know, and I'm not sure if all of our listeners know, but railroads, any kind of like transient area carries a lot of energy. So if you live near like a river, any moving body of water, you live near train tracks, something like that. You're going to get, I imagine, even maybe a highway where you have, like, people going by all the time. When you have people Mm -hmm. passing through your area, they leave energy. Just like you would in, like, a hotel room sees a lot of different energies. Anyway, because I'm babbling. Um, That house was also on, if you know the history of Western New York at all, you know there's a lot of Native Americans that were pushed off of their land there. There's a lot of reservations there. There's a lot of history in that land, especially in Erie County. So her house, when my mom was a little kid, she had told Kelly, Kelly's going to kill me, but she had told her mom she saw an angel in the backyard. And that was like the start of it all. That house would have like, um, you'd put something down in there and it would move. Like it wasn't always where you left it kind of thing. Right. And, uh, it was, it just had that, you get this, that vibe where you didn't want to be alone. And she had, you would walk in and the whole house was kind of dark and it had those wooden rafters that weren't painted. They were so beautiful, but such dark wood. Then she had like antique farming equipment, like chains and stuff on her brick wall in her spooky ass house, all this antique farming equipment. It's not like it was a little tiny shovel. This was like plow in the fields type shit up on her wall. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Poorly lit. So creepy. You would sit in her living room and you could feel people watching you from the front porch. And I can remember my brother, my sister, and I all standing at the bottom of the stairs in her house. And you know those old houses in upstate New York have those narrow stairways? Yes. And then they're like enclosed on either side too. So yep. you would stand up there and you'd look up 
And it was just a straight shot, like no landing, no nothing like that, just right up. And to the right was like this little tiny room and a little farther was the bathroom. You could be, I'm getting chills thinking about being in that house now, but I can remember being in the bathroom and just feeling like someone was about to like reach out and touch you. And then uh, my mom actually heard like ceremony drums in the house. Ooh. Oh, did you hear the baby? You guys are going to hear baby noises tonight. I am so sorry to throw the mood it there. Was, with the you were like, my mom heard, and then all I heard was, <laughs> it was like a little <laughs> zombie sound. <laughs> my demon great, baby stirred. Great timing, Connor. Great timing. Good job, Con. <laughs> um, so <laughs> he, he can lay on my lap like this. And he's not going to wake up, but the second I put him down in his bassinet tonight, he's going to be screeching. And that is one horror noise I do not want to hear right now. <laughs> so right, <laughs> we're going to go with the little demon noises. But anyway, you look up the stairs and you could just feel like you walk into a room and you can't breathe. It feels heavy. The air is thick. And you, you know what I mean, right? It's stagnant. Oh, yeah. My mom would hear these Native American drums just that like, I wonder if the mic will pick this up, but like a... And it would scare the hell out of her. So she'd go into her mom's room. She was like six years old. And her mom would be like, go back to bed. You don't hear anything. Years and years and years later, I can remember, oh, Jenna, back in the day, the answering machine on the wall. My grandma had called and left a a message. Not a voicemail. What is it? Uh, Yeah. A voicemail, right? No. We called them something different. Yeah. Yeah. What did we? We just said left left a message on the answering machine, right? Like that's what you would just say. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Have necessarily some more a voicemail cat. at that point. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> she left a message on the phone. This is like the worst story ever at this point. But she left a message on the phone saying, I heard the goddamn Indian drums, okay? She was so <gasps> scared. Scared out of her mind. It took her over 20 years to hear that. I want to say 30 years. If I was old enough to remember it, my mom was six years old when she heard it. Wow. Scared the bejesus out of us. I remember never wanting to be in that house. We used to have sleepovers. We'd lay in our sleeping bags on the floor in her living room. And you just, you didn't want to do it. Well, years later, my brother, his girlfriend bought the house next door to that house. And my brother is a plumber in upstate New York. And he was doing some work for the, the guy who bought it, was buying it to rent out. So he flipped the entire house. I'm talking all of these floorboards from like the early 1900s covered with like crappy, like, I hate when people do that, like real to like, like authentic old furniture, old built-ins all ripped out. The kitchen was huge. He made it super tiny, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, he painted over all the brick. It just, it looked so not the same. It smelled all new. I like old houses. But anyway, you walked in there. The fucking energy was the same. I was, this had to be maybe six years ago. So I was in my late twenties and I walked into that house with a friend of mine who was visiting as well. And my brother's girlfriend's next door. And she's like, yeah, go see it. She's like, you know, I'm not going in there. So we walk into the house and it's immediately the girl that I'm with is sensitive as well. We walk the whole downstairs. She touches the basement door and she left the house to go throw up at my brother's. Oh my goodness. It was <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm good. Awful. Yes. 
So then you go uh. upstairs and you can just feel the suffocation. It's awful. Every hair on your body standing up, I cannot imagine. And you look at that house and it's just like, it shouldn't exist there. Now, you looked at something like that? Did your, but I have a question. Did your family, like, was your family the original owners of that house or did they purchase it from someone else? I imagine they purchased it from someone. Yeah, they must have. I wonder what, I wonder like what the history of the house itself is too. You know, so, that's always something that, you know, oh, do you know? Do you know? N- no, but I do know that my aunt oh. was playing. This is my mom's sister is um 14 years younger than she is. She and I are like the same age difference my mom and she and my mom are. So she was playing with the Ouija board when she was a teenager and they had called in who they believe, if I'm getting this right, it was someone who worked with the Erie County Railroad and he had a lot of money and he was like, essentially like he murdered prostitutes and he like beat oh, people wow. and he, he like, he killed a lot of people and he was this horrible, like very wealthy railroad what do you, I don't know. He, he had a lot of money and he owned a lot of property. And evidently, wow. he did some really bad things in that house or uh, in, even near that land. Because, you know, land oh, wow. carries it as well. And then having the train nearby, you carry that energy. But they had seen him. And what's so funny is that at the time, my aunt had an English teacher who was a medium. So she had her English teacher come get the guy out. Get oh, the out he wouldn't well. Leave. At least they did like the right thing because that that's the thing, man. That energy will linger. You do have to cast it out for those of you that don't know this. Yeah, don't play with what do you it. don't understand. Absolutely. No absolutely. I, when I was, hmm, how old was I? Somewhere between 15 and I think I was like 15. One of my friends got, um, a Ouija type board. It wasn't a Ouija board. My family gave me very strict instructions at a young age, never to touch Same. a Ouija board. This was, yeah, I was like, no, don't do it. My mom had some spooky stories for us. That was all I needed. I was good on that. I was like, no, I'm all set. But one of my friends got um, what's called an angel board. So similar to a Ouija board, except you do this whole like white light protection and all of that before you tap in and it was something that we found like we were all really drawn to it. We wanted to do it. So we, we would, we would get together and we do these little like seance circles. And, um, as I said, before you do the whole board, there's a whole prayer that you do calling in your white light protection, similar to what we do now before we do right. readings and what we teach our students to do, call in your protection, call in your angels. You're surrounded in white light. The room is filled with white light. You do this whole thing and they give it to you in the book that comes with the board, right? So one night we're having a sleepover and one of my girlfriends is like, we don't really need to do that. Like that doesn't really do anything, right? So we skipped it and we went right into playing with the board. Well, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And we're like, maybe, you know, here's me, the rule follower. I'm like, I think we should have done the white light protection. I don't think it's going to work this way. And I wasn't even like fearful of anything. I was just saying like, I felt like it wasn't working because we didn't go through the steps. Right. Um, And all of a sudden, (laughs) I'll never forget this. We had candles lit and that's all that we had because, you know, we're teenagers. So, of course, if you're going to do like a little seance, you have to have candles lit. Like that's the thing. 
It's and, like basic bitch 101, right? Gotta have candles. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wear all black and burn candles. That's what you're going to do. Um, <laughs> so all of a sudden the flame on all of the candles at the same time but just like goes woof, and the flames are all like, I'm going to say three inches. That's what I see in my mind's eye. Maybe it wasn't that dramatic. If any of my old friends are listening to this that were there, feel free to let me know if that's what it was. Um, the flames go crazy. The lights in the rest of the house, because we were chicken shits, so we did have the lights in her apartment, like, hallway on. It's in the rest of the house go out. And the little oracle thing on the board, it comes with, like, this little plastic piece that's, like, the little oracle piece, flies <gasps> off of the board. Flies off of the board, right? We're like, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so... Needless to say, we found every flashlight in the house. We lit. We didn't go through with anything after that, but we're screaming. She's calling her mom. This was like before the days of cell phones. You know, well, people had cell phones, but they weren't. How old you know, were you? I know accessible. you said, but how old? Um, we were. I want to say we were like ninth 13? grade. We were like okay, like th- um, like fourteen, fourteen, fifteen. Um, but yeah, freaking out, like talking about like six girls just screaming and being like, what is happening? And I just remember feeling this overwhelming, like energetic presence of like, go home, go home. Don't stay here. Go home. Get out of there. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I called my mom and had her pick me up. So I guess, you know, I didn't stay to see what was going to happen because I, I was not about that life. So it's funny now back and like realizing how sensitive I was to the energy because I had no idea that I had these abilities then but yeah don't play with things that you don't understand or know when you don't know what you're doing that's not a good idea no which is why we encourage people to take a class with us um (laughs) interesting yeah hey do you have any spaces left in your six-week program I do I do I have I have four spaces Spaces left. How about you? Because you're doing yours now, coming up too. What do you got going on? Four. We both have four awesome. left. Oh, look at us. Look at <laughs> us. We just merge. We'll just put them together and we'll take turns teaching. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Four left. Four, four, four left. Um, okay. Your story reminded me of another story of mine. I think I was in like sixth grade though. And I remember where did this is like right about when the internet was like getting bigger. Jeez, mm-hmm. Louise, man. I know. Look at look at us. Look at us We're, watching the world so evolve. Old. <laughs> <laughs> now Back listen up, young. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we only had dial up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I put up my away message on AIM and went to Google. Or no, I was Yahooing. I was looking up on Yahoo, I'm sure, because that's what we're being, right? And uh, <laughs> looking up how to do a seance and being the nerdy rule follower as well, I wrote the directions out because why wouldn't yeah. I? And don't waste the printer ink for that. No, 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 no. Don't waste it for that. So I wrote it down. And I remember having – I don't even think I remember who was with me. I could probably render a pretty good guess, but we turned off all the lights and sat around. We had a round kitchen table. So we were sitting around the kitchen table, and we, of course, had candles burnt as well because, duh, just like you were saying, you have to. And uh, yep. 
I remember we were holding hands. There were three of us and we had the candles in the middle. I think we had a Bible in the middle, which is freaking hysterical because none of us were religious. So what the fuck were we thinking? And then, God, where was my, my mom was always around. So I know I kind of wonder like, where the hell was she that we she might've been in bed. I guess that's possible too. But we decided to try to connect with whatever spirits were in the house. We could do a whole episode on how haunted my mom's house was, okay? This was the (laughs) dumbest thing I could have possibly done. I was horrified. We heard, Uh we started to connect and we called in the spirits and I'm sure it was like one candle and I would bet you almost anything that it was. Do you remember that um, candle shop, Drew Candle? It was, or Yankee, it was like similar. Okay, maybe that was just an Erie County store. So anyway, I'm sure it was like apple spice something. It probably wasn't even like like a pure white light kind of candle, right? It's my mom's like big mason jar candle. Right, right. (laughs) It's all lit. And our stove had like the, the, what is it, the exhaust? Like it always sounded on a windy night. It sounded like popcorn being popped on the inside of it. It made so much noise. And we were sitting there um, trying to call in spirits. And I heard... Plain as day, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And I just, I of course, I kept going because if I'm going to break a rule, I'm going to break it good and get caught and get in <laughs> lots of trouble. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> so I'm hearing, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, who's with us? And I thought maybe it was my uncle who had passed and because that makes sense. So I was trying to connect with two of them, actually. And I just kept hearing, no, no, no. And then I hear this growling in my head. And I, we shut it down. Like no. we broke the circle. We burned the directions because that also makes sense. By the way, I'm terrified of lighters for anyone who's wondering because I'm a baby. But I always feel like I'm going to burn my wait, thumb. Wait. Hey, I was like, you're, what? You're terrified of lighters? Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> I only use the long like grill starter lighters. Oh, all right. You should see what I it's like, like to smoke like weed with lighter. me. waiting for you to hear that with a torch you got like a torch yes it's a butane torch it's fine i always got made fun of because i light the lighter backwards like apparently you're supposed to i don't even know the right way to do it but whatever way i do it apparently it's backwards so i get made fun of because i do it this way and apparently you're not but that feels safer that way you're supposed to do it like this way or something and i can't do it that way i do it this way i don't know huh. whatever that's fine. interesting it's i'm sorry for everyone fine. who missed out on uh, that crucial visual there but yeah, it's just me lighting i'll i'll post the picture guys so that you can see how i light my patreon exclusive um watched on a light lighter for that Sign lights are tapestry up um Oh, yeah. Did you so, have any after effects, though, with that connection? I mean, now I kind of wonder, what did I start then? Seriously. Because <laughs> my house was the a growling. Oh, the growling. Yeah. The growling reminds me of a story that's not necessarily my story, but I got involved as like a third party. So this one is creepy. And if I can find the picture, I will send you the picture But so my cousins have all known that I'm like the woo-woo chick forever, right? Even though I didn't realize I was the woo-woo chick, apparently everybody else always viewed me as the woo-woo chick. So if you pretended you were a witch and put sticks and leaves and like 
pretended toads and shit wearing a fake little cauldron in your backyard when you were a kid, you might be a psychic now. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So my cousin sends me this photo and she's like, I need you to look at this. I'm terrified. I can't sleep. And I need you to like, tell me like, is everything okay? And I was like, what? So she's like, I'm just bracing you. It's creepy. And I'm like, okay. So she sends me this photo. Now it's a photo that she took. Hopefully I get this right. Um, She was in her husband at the time's grandmother's house okay so she was there with her daughters they were visiting his grandmother and they were upstairs playing in a bedroom and she took a photo of the girls playing in the bedroom and one of her daughters was holding like one of those old like vanity mirrors do you know what i'm talking about like the sterling silver mirrors that would it would be like the mirror and the brush set yeah (laughs) so she's holding one of those right and there's one of them on the bed. <laughs> I have to now. It's like if you don't finish a scary movie, then you have nightmares. But if you see the whole story, then you'll be okay. <laughs> I watch them all through my so- fingers. I never see the whole story. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. I wish you so guys could see me. Right first, now. I, first glimpse, I look at the picture and I'm like, what's weird here? So I can see my cousin standing in the doorway holding her iPhone up and she's snapping the photo. So you can see the outline of her body and you can see the flash is reflected. So you can't really see her face. You see in the photo that um, it's her one daughter's up on the bed and the other daughter is standing like next to the bed and she's holding the mirror out like, you know, like mirror, mirror on the wall. Like she's looking into the mirror and like they're like singing or doing something. But the reflection in the mirror yeah, it's no. like faced at my cousin's. So if everything were to be normal, it should really it should have been like my cousin's face in the mirror. But it wasn't. It was this like shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't even know how to describe it. Honestly, the best way that I can describe it is a cross between like a witch's face and a wolf. What and the it like. Yeah, like glowing eyes, its tongue. I'm going to do this for Catherine. Nobody else will be able to see my Gene Simmons face, but it looked like this. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> Not gorgeous. Kidding. Like, tongue out, um, eyes all glowing and weird. It looked like hairy face and creepy as anything. Now, I didn't notice it at first when I looked at the photo. When I noticed that, I got it jarred me so much that I dropped my phone out of my hand. I was like, what is that? So, of course... I've got to email the photo to myself so that I can blow it up on my computer and look at it. And sure enough, zoomed in. Same thing. Like, I mean, so creepy. So creepy. So I, she's like, what do you see? And I said, I see like, it looks like a, a, like a crossbreed between like a wolf and a witch of some sort. I said, has she been having nightmares or anything like that? Because I just feel like, like something is like following her. And she's like, oh, my God, Jenna. And she sends me photos of um, drawings her daughter had been doing. And they were shut all up, wolf wolf drawings, like drawings oh of these, like, You're wolves. Fired. <laughs> I'm off the podcast, guys. It's been great. It's been real. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So creepy. So creepy. Um, 
so yeah, I just told her about like, you know, protect her and call in your angels, call in our ancestors to protect her basically. But I was like, something is not right. I was like, she needs to release something. And they were going through a tough time at that point. So I think it may have to do something with like a manifestation of that energy. Yeah. Um, but I also know that my little cousin is extremely gifted and extremely connected. And I think because she was young, she was just an open door, you know, like oh, spirit, know. They, they see a light. Yeah. They see a light. They don't know what it is, but they see a light. So they don't care how old we are. They're like, Hey, knock, knock, knock. Can I come play? And if you know, kids don't usually have, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> it's fine. We'll cuddle tonight. <laughs> You wanted to tell scary stories. This was my idea. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the picture when we get off the phone. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm not. I don't even think I have it anymore. If you still have, have it, you because... can send it to me Thursday. Ooh, I don't I, I might have it somewhere, but last time I looked, I failed. And then I reached out to her. I was like, Do you still have the photo? She's like, No, I don't have the photo. I deleted it like you told me to. I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's like, you damn psycho. <laughs> yes. Oh. So that was Lord. not my story, but that was creepy. And I mean, I'll never get that image out of my head ever, ever, ever. You know what the really fun thing scary. about being psychic is? Being able to share What's images that? without having to see them. Oh, true. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then having oh, a wild you know, imagination well, on top of it. I'm sure I made it 10 times worse than it was. Whew, but it, it yeah, sounds pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. It's creepy. Shit, AF. man. Yeah. I think one of the weirdest experiences, experiences, says that's an extra syllable or seven there. Um, one that was of the beautiful. Weirdest, thank you. Experiences <laughs> I've had was when I was, I had to be maybe 21. I had come home from a night out. Truth be told, I probably had a bit of a buzz. Maybe I shouldn't have driven, but I did. And I remember coming home and walking upstairs and you would walk. Oh, I have chills just thinking about it right now. You would walk into my parents' house and you could feel, first of all, if I walked up to their driveway and had it on the left, I would always run. I don't care how old I was. I would run past the corner of it because I had seen a man standing out there smoking a pipe before who was not really there. So he freaked me out. And then, um, you know, even after you see it, if it's still there, it's still there. You can feel it. So and then just being a kid, right. you're terrified. So, yeah, <laughs> reason number like 6000. We should have known we were gifted how long ago. Right. So <laughs> exactly. I ran into the house after pulling in the driveway and. I go upstairs and when you're going upstairs in my mom's house, like you walk into the side door, you walk up like four or five steps to go into the, into the, like the hallway kitchen area. But if you turn right, you can turn right again and go right up the stairs and they're very narrow. And then there's a landing in the middle and then you go up another narrow flight of stairs and you're upstairs dead in front of you is the bathroom. And then there's four bedrooms. So there's two on either side. It was like, I, so I got to bed and I laid in there and I just could not shake the feeling that someone was right behind me. And it felt like this like yeah. purple gust of wind came up. It felt purple. I know that sounds really weird to say, but like this gust of wind just came up and went whoosh around all of the doors upstairs and rattled my door. 
And I remember being like, what the bleep was that? And laying with my head under the covers. And it was in the flip phone days, right? So I flipped my phone open and I texted my sister and she didn't answer. So I called her and she was in the bedroom across from me. I was like, did you hear that? She was that was weird. What was that? I'm like, can you come sleep with me? (laughs) She'd be 18 if I was 21. 18 years old, and I'm begging her to come into my room to sleep, and she did. Was of scary. course she did. Of course she did. It's right. Do. That was terrifying. <laughs> that house had so many things. You would stand in there, and you'd be in the bathroom. Like, I remember one time my sister was shaving, and the light turned off, but it was like the switch was down. Uh, I cannot. Yeah. I don't even like even now going up there. I'm like I'm 31 years old and I don't I refuse to go in the basement by myself at my mom's house. Yeah. No, yeah, that's how that's how it was at my mom's house. Like we all ran up the basement stairs. It yeah. was just a thing that you did like cuz it just always felt like somebody was going to like grab at your ankles. Um and when I was a senior in high school, unfortunately, um, my mom lost her boyfriend at the time and he, he lived with us and he passed away in our house, oh my goodness. um, which is intense as is, you know, it was a very tough thing to go through. Um, but it's funny because my mom would always has this like running joke about like, when I die, I'm coming back to haunt your ass. Like, that's just the thing that she's always said as a yeah. joke. And so he would say that too. And I would, we would joke with him because he always had like heavy feet. Like he would walk heavy and like stomp around the house. And so I'd be like, oh yeah, I know how you're going to come back to us. You're going to come back and be stomping around waking everybody up. Right. So he ended up passing away uh, my senior year of high school. And about, it wasn't that long after he passed, I was our basement was remodeled, so we would hang out down there. So if, like, my friends came over and we had sleepovers and stuff, that's where we'd usually stay because we had, like, a futon down there, you know, teenage yeah. chill zone. Um, And my best friend and I were sleeping downstairs, and we had this horse blanket. It was, like, the, just a big blanket, but it had two horses on it. And mm-hmm. it was folded up underneath our heads when, while we were sleeping, Okay. So my, my best friend, she, I love her very much, but she was the type that ever since we were kids, she would wake up and do some weird stuff in the middle of the night. So having a sleepover with her was always a gamble because you never knew she was going to like yell at you or she would change positions a thousand times or what just weird stuff. Right. So I woke up to her saying, I'm freezing, I'm freezing, I'm freezing. And I was like, do you want the blanket? Like the blanket's right here. It's under our heads. Do you want the blanket? And she's like, no, I don't want the blanket. Right. So I rolled over um, and I took the blanket out from underneath my head because I was like, well, if she wants it, if she changes her mind, at least it's not like I'm not hindering her. I rolled over, put my back to her. I didn't fall back asleep because I was freaked out that she was going to continue to yell at me because that's what she did. I turned back around and the blanket was over her perfectly like perfectly laid out like somebody had stood there and like, you know how you like people can't see me, but I'm acting like they can. You like lift the blanket up into the air and then lay it over someone. It was over her perfectly. And I, yeah, yes. And I remember being like, okay, that two seconds ago, I just rolled over. That was not like that. It was under her head, like being like, oh my gosh. So I'm like freaking out, you know, trying not to scream and bug out in the middle of the night in my house. So I'm like, Tony, was that you? 
was that you? Right. That was his name. I'm like, Tony, was that you? Let me know if it was you. And I hear dum, 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 through my living room, this stomping through my living room, which is right above where we were sleeping. And I was like, okay, stomp. There it is. It was you. Thank you. I felt better. I instantly felt better. I was going like, to say, was that reassuring? Yes. I instantly felt better. But from there on out, he was known as stomp. And, you know, so we had this ghost that would just stomp through our house to let us know that he was there. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like you get signs like that. Um, the other day, Mike said he bent over to get Connor out of his bassinet. We keep it like underneath the window in front of our bed. And he said he bent over to pick him up. And it was like he was putting his head through a cloud of cigarette smoke to get to him. And that's always been my Ooh. sign that my grandma's with us. Me too. Cigarette smoke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? I know. Well, it's funny because people will reach out and be like, I'm smelling cigarette smoke. I I hear that that's a demon. And I'm like, well, then apparently my grandmother's a demon because she comes to me as cigarette smoke. <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, I've, never I've heard, heard a lot of people. People say that to me on TikTok a, a lot. I had never heard of it either. But um, you know what? Actually, I'm not telling the truth. I remember when I used to watch um, what was that show? Parent. I don't know. The one with the dude that was at Penn State. Paranormal State. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, paranormal state. There you go. Yeah. Um, he would say that. They would say that like the cigarette smoke smell is like a negative entity, but I disagree. I disagree no, with that I smell one. That and I know For it's me, my grandma. My grandma. Yeah. Yep. Me too. It's always it feels so warm and reassuring to smell it. Yes. Yeah. She oh my and god. And a little Virginia disgusting, ones. but that's fine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> My girlfriend was watching the boys and she'd go outside for a smoke break and she's like, I'm sorry, I know it stinks. I'm like, honestly, it doesn't bother me. It makes me think of my grandma. If you were doing it in my house, that would be a different story. But it's I like it. I like it. I wouldn't light a candle that smelled like cigarettes, but still. Oh, man, I just had one shipped to you. Oh, God damn it. Jenna sent me a very inappropriately sized selenite. We'll have to do a video listen, just to compare sizes. Listen, okay. She has not left me alone about the size of my selenite wand for as long <laughs> as I've known her. So this girl's getting a new home, and I said, "Ooh, I'm gonna one up this one." So I got her a giant selenite. It had I had good intention behind it. Oh my god, giant so selenite funny. wand to put near her front door so that she can cleanse any negative energy. But it also gives me grounds to say yours is bigger than mine. <laughs> it's so funny. When I opened up, Mike was like, why is that funny? I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I don't even want to explain this because you won't think it's funny. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, recently, about two nights ago. My boys were walking into the bathroom and shrieked, listen, Wesley, my oldest, he is afraid of and screams at everything. So <laughs> I don't ever take it seriously when it's him because everything's something with that child. But Jameson came running in with his eyes wide, terrified. And I was like, oh, this shit is real. If Jameson's scared, it's not okay. He was like, we saw a white face. I'm like, what do you mean you saw a white face? And he goes, there's a white face in the baby room. Okay. I'm like, I'll close the door. It's fine. Close the door. I'm like, you guys go to the bathroom. 
get back in bed. It's okay. Meanwhile, I'm shaking, right? Like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't. People probably think that's right? crazy because of what we do. But when you're not expecting it and you haven't invited it, you don't want to see it or hear it or feel it. You just no. don't. And for me, one of my boundaries is that I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Exactly. I'm Same. good. You can show me all the weird activity you want in my mind's eye. I do not want to see it physically in front of me. Nope. I, I'm all set on that. Exactly. So they see that and I'm like, nope, fuck this. Not doing this. And they were already, they were going to sleep in bed with me and have a movie night. And uh, I was pretty happy about that, to be honest, at that point. But I did like my banishment thing. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not doing this energy. You don't belong here. No one is allowed in this home, especially after dark. No one can come back until the sun is up. I don't want to deal with any negative energy. Like I call in St. Michael and and all of all of like Quan Yin is a goddess of healing and like all of this stuff that, you know, you're calling in everybody because you're like, nope, 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 yeah. nope. And then, <laughs> and then I took a picture of a glass of wine and sent it via Snapchat to a friend. And my friend was like, there's a face in your wine glass. I said, no, there's not. So me reassuring myself, take a screenshot of this and send it to Jenna. And I said, <laughs> there's no face in this, right? There's no reflection. Do you see a reflection? She goes, yeah, of a face smoky cleanse, homie. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> can't do this right now. Definitely a face. Definitely a face. <laughs> I sent it to another friend the next day and she's like, oh, yeah, that looks like one of the grays. Maybe it's an alien. I'm like, that doesn't make it better. Right. No. Nope. Mm -mm. I don't care no. what it is. I don't want it. <laughs> this, is, this is like when, uh, when I go to yeah. bed and I'm like, I hope the boys wake up and come in here with me soon. I hope the boys come in and wake up soon and like just come in. Yeah. <laughs> sleep with exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah terrifying yeah i definitely we were talking about this before but there's definitely an uptick in like energetic activity i am seeing more things now than i feel that i've ever seen yeah. and as i just said it's one of my boundaries that i don't want to see things and i'm seeing so much more recently than i ever have um with my boundaries up so just saying for real the veil is clearly thinning yeah and, and you have um, to like set those boundaries over and over sometimes. Yes. You just do, yeah, especially absolutely. like energetic boundaries. Not, and I mean like beyond seeing spirit and that kind of thing, but as like an empathic person, just setting the boundaries around your energy so that other people can't access it. That has to happen frequently as well, for sure. Definitely. Um, that's like, I read somewhere you have to do that like three or four times a day, put your bubble up. Bubble up. Bubble, Bubble up, up, bitches. I was going to say baby, but that's fine, too. <laughs> Sorry. Jenna sucks Sorry. today. <laughs> whoa. 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 <laughs> you down, scared me. Mouth. I'm mad at you now. <laughs> I'm going to text you in the morning. You're going to be like, how are, how are you? I'm going to say, I'm effing exhausted and the baby slept all night. <laughs> I stayed up all night staring at the ceiling, staring at the ceiling. Thinking about murder <laughs> to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, I have geez. one more spooky story okay, that I just it. thought of. <laughs> Are you sure or am I going to scare you? I don't know. Is this like as bad as the face? 
No, I think the face one, the face one like takes the cake. I will, I like I said, I'll never get that image out of my mind. Now you have it. You're welcome. Get out, get out my energy field, son. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so my husband and I, I was like super pregnant with Cameron. Super pregnant. Like, mm, I want to say like eight months pregnant with my son. And we decided it would be a good idea to watch The Conjuring was not nope. a good idea. It was a terrible idea because when you're pregnant and you have to pee every five seconds watching a scary movie, that's a very jumpy scary movie equals peeing your pants. Just saying. So yes, we watched this movie and I am the type that I have have to finish the movie. I've got to. It's like this mind trip thing that I've got going on with myself that if I don't watch the movie and I don't know what happens, then I'm going to have nightmares and come up with like all the scenarios of what maybe happened Maybe, you know, um, so, um, <laughs> so we watched the movie and if for anyone that see, there's a scene where the energy, the negative energy like goes on top of, um, a wardrobe in the bedroom. Uh, like there's a bedroom and like, again. yep. So the energy is like up there and it's like gross and creepy and I just so happened to have a wardrobe in my bedroom at the time now mind you at this point in my life I'm living in my childhood home my mom had moved out my husband and I moved in there um, and we were sleeping in the bedroom where my mom's boyfriend passed away okay so that's a little glimpse into the energy around this whole thing um my husband falls asleep. He sleeps like a rock and I'm laying there tossing and turning. A, I'm super pregnant, so I'm uncomfortable. B, I've got all these creepy images. And every time I turn and look at the wardrobe that's next to my side of the bed, I'm like imagining that this dark energy is up there. So I keep turning back over to my husband, but that's not my comfy side. So I keep flipping back over. So I'm laying there, I'm laying there, I'm laying there. And all of a sudden I hear... so i'm like oh my god i freeze right i freeze i'm like what is that and i'm realizing that the sound is coming from my husband and i'm like this jerk so i I hit him like and then turn over and look at him and no he's passed out like he's not aware that he's doing this okay passed out like ah right Uh his arms it's and legs just it's Ricky. His arms and legs just slowly start Shut to elevate. Up. I'm not kidding you. He ends up laying in bed on his back with his arms and his legs straight up in the air going, ah. No, stop that noise, lady. <laughs> I'm literally like shaking him, trying to wake him up. And of course, then he, he comes to and he's like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, do you know what? you were just doing he has no recollection of it he swears that i'm crazy that it didn't happen oh my god oh my god it was so scary like i don't know now this man already wakes up in the middle of the night like and he sleep talks but when he sleep talks he does like these alien voices like he doesn't (laughs) make real sounds he makes creepy alien sounds so (laughs) so this was uh yeah yeah, needless to say, the lights went on after that, after he was, like, doing weird stuff in the bed. <laughs> lights went on, and I don't think I slept a wink that night, but, yeah. I can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> I hate you so much. 
sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. Come on. When we started this episode, you were like, I don't really think I have anything that's scary. Yeah, I didn't. Now you're making I the really goddamn didn't. grudge then, noise. I know. I forget about these things because I block them out so that I can sleep at night. <laughs> and then once we got rolling, they all came rushing back. My guides were like, ooh, tell this one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we had, this will be my last one. We had this cuckoo clock from, I want to say it was made during one of the world wars, but I don't remember which one, so I won't say. But it was handcrafted in Germany during one of the world wars. My mom had always wanted a cuckoo clock. Thanks a lot, Kelly. And my grandfather sent her one for her <laughs> birthday. So she gets this clock. She hangs it on the wall. It's beautiful, I will say, because I'm still afraid of it. And she hangs it on the wall. She winds it up. Um, it works for a little while. It cuckoos, it does its thing, it's whatever, then it stops. Won't work. Takes yeah. It to the clock shop. They put it on the wall, they wind it up. It's working just fine. They don't have to do anything to it. So they're like, hey, we can't charge you. Send her home. All right. Cool. Puts it back up on the wall. Doesn't work. Randomly chimes 13 times. Doesn't work again for a while. Takes it back to the clock shop. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. This thing, like, it's not working. That clock should have been chiming, like, twice at 2 a.m. It cuckooed so many times I lost track. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I hate that stupid clock. I hate it. (laughs) And literally that night, do you remember those, like, lava lamps, but, like, the aqua stick ones? Like, they're tall. They're, like, three feet tall. They had a wide base. It, like, blew bubbles and had, like, yeah. all that, like, stuff. Like, yeah. So I had one of those yeah. next to my bed. That fell on me in the middle of the night. You have to want Ooh. to knock that over. And that one fell right over on my head in the middle of the night. And then a couple days later, I had my music on. on the My speakers were mounted up on the wall. They went flying off the wall. Ah. And then not long after that, I heard in German – and saw this hand coming down at my face like it was all black around the hand and this white hand was coming down at my face like it was going to like grab my head and it said something in German mm-hmm. I can't remember how to pronounce it and frankly I'm totally fine so if anyone listening wants to like translate for me don't <laughs> but they said I have you <laughs> and at the time we had a, a like a German exchange teacher she was teaching French at our school so that was weird but anyway she was. She grew up in Germany. So I had asked her, I said, hey, what does this mean? She was like, who said that to you? She got all freaked out. I, I told her, oh, I heard it in a dream. And she's like, that means I have you. As in like the way that someone owns another person, like a stalker. Like they'll follow you wherever you go. And I remember being like, Ooh. nope to the fucking no way. And then not too long ago, I had a reading with someone who I was being read, who we get read way too often, right? Generally, we probably, well, maybe it's just me, but I feel like I book a reading like every couple of weeks. I'm like, oh, I'll get another one with a different psychic. I just want to see what everyone's like. But anyway, I have this reading with the psychic in Rochester, New York. What was his name? Remind me. Stephen Albert. It was him. Okay. So he was like, what's with this, uh, this cuckoo clock? Does your mom have a cuckoo clock? You know that thing's a portal for dark entities. And I was like, yep, yep, I would believe that. 
So he's like, you got to get rid of that. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, no shit. So I told my mom and she's like, you're not going to get rid of it. It was a gift from my dad. Oh, my God. I can't even handle her. Yeah. I told him, I said, how do you propose I get rid of that? He's like, I don't know, throw it off a cliff. I said, then I guess I'd have to put it in my car to drive it somewhere. And I'm not doing that. No. Right, 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 right. Put things up in the attic can at you, my mom's. And you can, like, you can still Can you, I it. mean, send it some, uh, some Reiki. You send it some Reiki. <laughs> what if it doesn't want it? That's true. That's true. Yeah, I don't really want to connect to that. Actually, somebody just reached out to me and said, hey, I have a friend who thinks that their daughter is like going through like a possession or something like that. She's had went through like all these things that she's dealing with. And I was like, I will feel into this for you, but I do not want any part yeah. in the process. Like, I, that's not something that I'm doing at this time. I don't want to cleanse for you. I'm good because I need to maintain this energy and all that other energy can stay over there. Yeah. And I feel like when you get involved in that type of thing, then you're you're playing with it. Some people are okay with it. And some people no, thank you. like will happily do that. It's not something that I've, I've witnessed too many creepy things in my life to want to mess with that dark energy. I'm all set. I will gladly give you advice on how to work through it. Um, but yeah, no, mm -mm. I was like, no, I'm sorry. I can't help. I don't want to be a part of that. They're like, well, they're looking for a group of people to come in and cleanse. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not going to go in there. I'm, I'm all set. Thank you. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Someone reached out to me on TikTok and said they thought they had demonic energy. And I said, well, I almost said, I don't deal with that. Sorry. Good luck. And then I thought, you know, people like get a little bit scared and think it's something way worse than it is too. So I said, yes. why don't you tell me what's going on? Yeah. So she yeah. started to tell me and I have to get back to her on the rest of like my answer. But it's usually, usually spirits just trying to get your attention and they don't mean to scare you. Yes. That's nine times out of 10. That's what's going on. They have a message and, and or they can't just come out and say it for whatever reason. I wish it was easier right. than that. <laughs> Exactly. Or you are manifesting that energy too. Yeah. That, that's what I've run into a few times is that people are manifesting the negative energy yeah. and it is literally manifesting into something physical for them. And really it's just a product of what they, their thought process is and what their energetic field is putting out there. So 100% the scariest stuff that ever happened to me was while my parents were going through a divorce and I was a pissy ass teenager. Hello. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Um, so you definitely Absolutely. can bring it upon yourself. And in fact, I've had some people say like, oh, I would love to take your class, but I, I don't want to take it because I don't want to encourage that energy to come find me. And my answer is always, yo, I have never had such peace with this as I do now that I am in control of it exactly. and set boundaries around it. Before, I was terrified, like waking up on Christmas Eve with the ghost of a small child sitting on the bed staring at me and my son. Yeah, no, thank you. That doesn't happen anymore. Because the boundary's been right. set. Exactly. That's what it takes. Because yeah. You learn so if you how. guys are experiencing that that creepy paranormal activity and you want to get rid of it, or if you have experienced that creepy paranormal activity and that um, is hindering you from connecting with your gifts. Don't allow that to happen for you. Work with Catherine, work with me, and we will teach you how to protect yourself and make sure that you are dealing with love and light. Okay. We're not just yeah. saying that. We're really, we're really 
teaching you how to do that. Um, if anybody comes to me that I'm working with and says, well, I just can't get rid of the negativity and I can feel the negative vibes around me all the time. I'm telling them, then you're not doing the work. Then you're, that you're not truly putting your boundaries up and you're not truly working through the things that you need to work through in order to continue to ascend. So a lot of time intuitive development for us turns in. Well, I call mine intuitive development. You're just dancing with spirit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of really, we teach essentially the same thing. It's the same program length. I've kind of adopted Jenna's model recently, actually. And uh, we, I mean, we charge the same, we teach essentially the same thing. No one's offended over you picking one over the other. And then at the end of it, (laughs) you get to work with both of us in our exclusive group anyway. So you get, yes. you really like you, there's so much support and there's so much love in these groups. And it's, it's really important to, to experience and explore your gifts with support in a safe container, which is what we provide. But we didn't mean yes. any of this to be a shameless plug, but shameless plug. <laughs> you just missed it. If, if you weren't listening, rewind like 30 seconds and listen to that again. No, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's, that's our rant. If you guys have spooky stories to share i'm gonna post on my social media jenna i think you should too let's leave some spots for spooky stories and we can share a ghost story each month this each month each episode maybe we'll even do if one of us has extra time maybe we'll drop a bonus content with some spooky stories from listeners cool yeah i like it yes okay all right you guys we're gonna shout out these wonderful patrons that we have Thank you for your commitment and support. Katie Nicholson, Chelsea Ayers, Janet Adams, Katie Duvetter, Rue, Jessica Randall, Manuela Cardenas, and Catherine Kendall. Thank you all so much for helping and support of our show. And we appreciate you all so much. We will see everybody soon for our monthly group circle, if you're part of our patrons. And if you're not, get there because it's the cool place to be. Anything else, Jenna? <laughs> it is. No. Um, no. Just be careful what you're playing with, I guess. That's, That's how what we she said. can exit that. Be careful. What you- okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to attach the soundtrack of my cries tonight at the end of this episode as well. And you know what? I want to say something. I promised myself that I would edit as soon as we finished. But now I can't because I'm scared to listen back to this tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) I don't blame you. It's fine. All right. Lots of love, my friends. We'll talk to you all next week. Leave us your spooky stories. Bye. Bye.